are recording. Look, we, please tell me we've been live so they can hear what he said. So, no, we're, we're live now. We're live now. So, so whether it's for a week, a day, your your whole purpose is to improve her life and 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 to show her things or teach her things or expose her to things as well as she should do the same for you. But you don't come in her life to be negative, only positive. Okay, being negative, that's some different. See, we we getting off track. You no, said no. you said should he be a gentleman, right? Being right. a gentleman is different than taking me to the Eiffel Tower <laughs> and knocking my socks off. Being a gentleman, them two totally different situations. Look, look, listen, and that doesn't hold mean on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. I'm not supposed to be who I am and do the things that I do because you didn't listen to what I said to you. That's not if, fair. If you on the way out the door, why would you do all of that? I mean, and so he listen, knew that she was feeling listen, that listen. way. So we talking about a regular dude with a regular job, NBA players and ball players and people with money fly chicks the out the islands all the yeah. time. Okay. So let me ask you this. But you know, <laughs> there's one thing Now, I didn't been on a trip before it's different. And you know that this man is not your man. He's not your forever. He treated her like she was his forever. And keep in mind, he really did love her. He just had to leave. Are, but why would you do that? I mean, to me, I felt like he was being selfish. You don't think there was any self. He wanted to feel good. He wanted their last moments to be everything. He wasn't considering her feelings and how she was going to feel. All the good. while leading her on. Listen, it ain't his fault he put some stank on it. No way, no way. Go make the dinner. <laughs> I had to kick him out. <laughs> I, know, I just want y'all to know he no, I, like, I like Hubby being in the mix. I appreciate <laughs> his, the male. I, I appreciate that too. I, I appreciate like that male. It, it's so funny, y'all. I'm gonna give y'all a little. So while Blake and Serena is exaggerated, a little bit additions, like um their story for the most part is a little bit based off of how me and my husband met so it's just a little we, different we didn't even do how we normally do because Shaquana would have asked you that nor if we would have started off regular and and LaCroix didn't start Shaquana would have already had this information pulled we out have not, we have so I'm glad it's coming organically though I met my husband at a bar um <laughs> it was a cop bar actually in the hood in Philly but like, he was like, first of all, but so this is how I changed it around because he played my life. Like, I was like, oh, you want to dance? He was like, no. I was like, bruh, like, I look good. What you mean you don't want to dance? But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, you know, I was trying to have a small conversation. And then like at the end of the night, I'm like, yo, you going to put my number in your phone? He like, no. <laughs> and so like, I snatched Ooh, you. You got phone. that Philly voice. You, you sound <laughs> like you're from Philly. Everybody says that. I'm, so I put my number, I snatched his phone and put my number in his phone. No. But, he, but so he let me though. So I was like, so I was like, oh, but he let me. So like he interested. He just playing hard to get because he let me. But he never called me. <laughs> and then a few days later, I actually ran into him at a 4th of July cookout. And then 
Oh, you thought? Oh, you knew? You knew I was gonna be there. Also, he was. He was. He 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 wanted me. So he playing games. Okay, I'll get him back on here. He playing games. Yeah, he was playing games, but he was like drunk, drunk the second time I met him. So then he all nice playing in my hair, and then I had on these booty shorts with a tattoo peeking out on my thigh. So then he all like. So, but we, but still though, we dated. For like eight nine months where we he did the i don't want a serious relationship and then it was like all right i'm cool with it and then after like nine months i was like all right i'm not cool with it and so i fell back it, i mean there's a lot of other stuff in between there obviously right. but like, so that's how blake and serena's story kind of i made theirs more romanticized a little bit because like yeah, ours yeah. was actually just kind of ratchet like we used to run into each other at the club while we was with somebody else because you want to play <laughs> So like you know, mind you, we was twenty one and like twenty four. So like <laughs> we was we was doing those dumb games back then. So, right. but so I kind of romanticized Blake and Serena, but they foundation kind of came from how I met my husband Jamal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he's talking. That's why he's talking now. Oh yeah, oh then I forgot. That's and why he, he, that's that's why he talking point. cash money shit. And right. then he rolled out. He moved. He moved to Maryland, and I was still. Uh-huh. I was still in college like I was getting I was still in college and I was working full-time and I had a kid and he moved to Maryland and he told me like yo I'm probably gonna move like I don't, I don't think I'm gonna be here that long Aww. like I'm getting Aww. out of here wrote that story but wow. yeah though, so we actually did a long distance relationship though for two years oh wow and then like we broke up in between like no this ain't working but then get back together and then I finally like moved to Maryland and then I moved to Maryland, uprooted everything, and then we broke up for a year. <laughs> Can I ask you this? Can I ask you this? You don't have to answer it, but remember the little girl, the girlfriend that he had that he wasn't really serious about there? What did, did y'all have that? No, actually, because for the most part, we were together. So like it was like he would still come to Philly because his family was there. So no, that was an add-in. Like, but when we add-in. broke up though, when we broke up for a year, we we both had some situations going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and he said, we, we was on a break. We were yeah, we was on a break. break. We we was on we, we was we was in our Ross and Rachel bag. I don't know if y'all watch Friends, but we was definitely yeah. in our Ross and Rachel bag. For <laughs> 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 sure. So, <laughs> so what I read from the other books is there's a baby involved. Are we there yet? It is, and I was just gonna say that. Serena got left. Oh no! Put the wine down now. Put the wine right. down. Why not, Serena? Because yeah, got- I'm down. You, you talking about? I had a kid and all this. Oh no, 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 no! My kid was already three, about to be four. Mm-mm. I already had a kid in the ground. Not grown, but there. Serena got left with a baby. Blake put a bun in the oven that beautiful weekend in the uh, tri-state. Was it? No, they was, in, they, was in they was in Maryland, DC area. In Maryland. He put a baby in the oven, honey. Oh, he's he 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 not, he not serious about her, but he going in raw and leaving babies. I'm confused. Okay, so Shaquana, he was serious about her, but he was more um dedicated to his career. And he, because of the way he was raised and because of the way his life was and trying to get away from the streets, he really, you know, he was, he, he was actually, that was like the first weekend that he threw caution to the wind and even like, yeah. Yeah, that was the first was willing time to kick had, it with like, anybody, but she yeah. was just so drawn to her that he did it anyway. And so the whole time it was almost like a tug of war for him. So like when her husband said like, it, 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 it was a 
tug of war for him because he was kind of trying to hold himself back, but his feelings wouldn't let him. Mm-mm. His feelings wouldn't let him. So he didn't, he didn't want to be in a relationship, but he just liked her and he couldn't help it. And he was falling in love with her and their relationship was growing and all of that kind of stuff. And they never did put a name on it. So it was, I hate to name situationship, but they were in that. A situation. What, what Jada said? She didn't seem like the type that would be in a situationship to me. And you know what? And as far as that thing about you, like if he, uh, they were serious enough for him to go raw, y'all know a man will go raw on a hey. bitch can't stand. Listen, listen. Come on now. Listen, they oh, man, we and, and a woman this. will let a man go raw. And a woman so, will let go raw. That, that Hell, I, I would after that weekend. I sure would. Going raw does not mean every book you read, it always say a man say, I, This is my first time ever going raw. I've never done that. <laughs> Good damn well, they be I, I, could, I, I, don't say that. I don't know if I put that in there, but like, no, but I just did. put that in just want to be love because Hanif wasn't playing about his. Yeah, like, no, he, he wasn't. Ball. He was not. He was not playing. <laughs> he was not like, playing. <laughs> so why did you make it? Why did you make Baby Blake's make her appearance that way? He got one in the refrigerator. Because I just. I don't know. I fell in love with like the idea of this cute little baby that like replicated him, but like looked like her too. And then like, you know, it was kind of like the hood thing, the hood scene when, you know, the dude come back from wherever he at and then he had the hood cookout and you getting all the gossip and it's always that one person that know everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, so his cousin, I can't remember his cousin's name. Um, but he like, yeah, you know, like, cause you know, your little shit. Jordan didn't have a baby. Yeah, he he like, what? His friend, Hanif. How do you say his name? Who? Hanif. Hanif. Yes, Hanif. Hanif. No, it wasn't Hanif. It wasn't Hanif. Hanif didn't know. So he was at a family. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hanif didn't know. Hanif didn't know. And so his cousin slid up on him. like, yeah, Shorty had a baby. Yeah, like yo, you know, your Shorty had a baby, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then so he he didn't even put two and two together. At first, that it was like his baby, he just like, dang, she moved on that fast, and that's how you know he obviously was in his feelings and had feelings, but just because he was going to get her back, baby or not, he was. He had planned on going back to seeing like, yo, like that was, you know, I'm gonna see if whatever we can make work. So then he, then she knocked on the door. She opens the door, looking all ratted and tatted, you know, yeah, tired, and with this baby on his on her arm that looked like him. Why? Why did she keep the baby from him? why would you why would you do that so just like in in book two i think she explains it in book two is just like she didn't want to stop his career path she knew how driven he was and how much he was and how much he was dedicated to leaving the city and she didn't want to get in the way of that like she no baby or not like she didn't want to be the cause of his resentment while, while it was a wrong decision it was not the right decision that was her logic it was like you wanted your career you wanted to go off I'm not about to get in the way of that. When I was judge people, and I am like one of the least judgmental people you will ever meet. And right there, mm-hmm. that grinds my gears. Let him decide. Exactly. Whether but I, you know, I couldn't make it all sweet and right, easy. right, like, right. But well, I'm like just a, saying, like, don't do that. Yeah, so that was that was he her. missed out on every you know the the pregnancy, the birth, and he wasn't there. He was already gone by the time she found out she was pregnant. Because if you remember in book two, say forever, 
she found out she was pregnant by passing out on stage at her right. graduation. Mm-hmm. Right. So she just was like, I don't, I don't want to be the reason he don't follow his dreams. Right. Um, so so whether it was wrong or not, you know, some you know, girls think logically a lot of but then she named them then you got hormones you got baby growing in you and you got all these different hormones so she named the baby blake she named the baby blake in the book that i read she only be called bb yeah so so it's baby blake so they call her baby blake Blake. so and then i was like i was just like oh that's gonna be so cute i was like they gonna be so in the way but i was like i don't care i want her name to be blake (laughs) she don't have a little bit of his name a piece of his name a touch of his name she got his whole name yeah. His oh, whole name. Yeah. So how did he react? How did he Baby, he was high. So and yeah, you I didn't I didn't I it was very mature of you to write it this way. I'm gonna say that. It was very <laughs> mature. Baby Fauna, he was so calm, like he he was mad at first. And I thought he was gonna snap off on her, but he did it. He was like, you know what? I love her. I want it, you know, I want this baby, the baby here now. I am mad, but I want my baby and I want my girl more. So I'm yeah, gonna he, he did want her. Huh? He still wanted her. Yeah, he, he still wanted her. He was her. coming to get he her, even though he her. knew she had a baby. He thought it was somebody else's baby. Uh-huh. He was coming to get his woman because he always wanted her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. But he didn't snap on her. He didn't snap on her. He didn't. His mother did. Didn't. His mama oh. did. Oh yeah, mama, mama did. Mama did. What did mama say? say? The mama did not like. At so first, she was like, "That ain't my grandchild," and then she saw the baby. She thought it was somebody else's baby. She thought it was somebody else's baby, but the baby looked just like Blake. Yeah, and she could and she couldn't deny it. But her mother was throwing shade. I think her mother still, his mother still throwing shade. Yeah, his mom threw shade. Oh, we got. Is it? Is that me? Is it feedback? That's me. That's me. That's me. Okay. Oh. Okay, so um, his mom literally did not like Serena. She no, at all like crazy went like so. Blake, you know, was trying to be like okay because he didn't move back to Philly immediately. So he, he called, like, she called his mother called her that baby hiding heifer. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what um uh, uh Hanif Blake's called. mother called her <laughs> that baby yeah. hiding heifer. So, but also that. in book two, Serena then she's yeah. suffering from postpartum depression yeah so i did like it i like the fact that she let her guilt eat her alive versus you know versus like you know holding a grudge against her he did but and ultimately i feel like that hurt her worse Mm -hmm. that hurt her worse and tore her up you know far better than blake could do Mm -hmm. by letting her guilt you know so when your guilt gets to you that's something serious Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and then you know but then her best friend to the rescue, even in book one, like we all got best crazy best friend like Kira. Right. <laughs> I love her. I'm gonna tell that. you what, Kira got on my freaking nerves. But... Okay. Oh, okay, so now we in books. Now we in the book that we I'm reading now. He's like, I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. You ready? <laughs> yeah, we ain't talking about the main book yet. <laughs> when I that was the one we had to get to them. Kira <laughs> took me through. I was she like, drop her butt. I understood her plight. I always can understand. And my question to you would be: oh, Wait, we talking about, about this is one? This about uh, you and your husband too? Huh? Is this about you and your husband too? A little bit, but more so about. And I hate that if she's listening because it's not. It's exaggerated. 
but me and my mom did not have a good relationship past me getting my period we just passed hormones and mm-hmm. puberty nah and so it was really really rough like it was to the times where like I had to put my mom in time out for like years Mm. Like, you gotta go sit over there because you know what with her with um Kira's okay it, wait a minute y'all. okay Kira? we gonna get back in the car because I feel like I know you like it organic but I feel like we just like all over the place so we finished with the first books mm-hmm. um <clears throat> stay a little stay while a little longer and stay, stay a little longer and stay forever that was Serena and Blake's book okay so we finished with that book. They live happily ever after. They, they got their happy ending and all that. But they don't get married until just want to be loved. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So, the so end of it. Blake has mm-hmm. a best friend. Is he introduced in those books? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. His name Hanif. is Hanif. 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 I love me some Hanif. And then mm-hmm. Serena has a best friend, Kira. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's how we get into just want to be loved. And so that's where we are now. We're talking about just want to be loved, okay? And so the book starts off with just want to be loved. And I, 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 you got me like in the beginning of the book. Like I was like feeling the beginning of the book because she was saying, Kira was talking about how she had um, never been in love. Okay, she's getting smashed. She getting, well, no, she not because it was bad sex. But she was it having was sex with this guy and it was bad sex. And she was like, oh, I can't shake this particular person that she had been mm-hmm. dealing with okay and that she had to let go of because she was getting too close to him so mm-hmm. she was having sex and it was bad sex but she was thinking about this other person the whole time and the other person ends up being honey the guy mm-hmm. that she fell in love with but didn't feel like she could be in love with because of her um mental or her traumatic past her upbringing childhood trauma whatever you want to call it so she's in love with this guy Hanif but she can't love him because she got some issues that she needs to deal with within herself so that's where we're at right now so so, so her her childhood trauma is based from her mother and her mother drilled it in her head that basically like men ain't shit because mm-hmm. her husband left or her, I don't know if that was her husband. It wasn't her husband. That was her baby. He, le- he left her. And so that left a bitter taste in her mouth. And so not only did she hate him, she hated Kyra. And she kind of just fed her men are horrible men, are liars, men are cheaters. It opened so, like with the prologue to like mm-hmm. her moving uh, back to the state. Right. From the right. State, but her dad is Jamaican. And so her mom had this like love affair and moves to Jamaica and then, you know, are there for a few years and then find out that her, you know, love of her life is married with kids. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, with that being said, could anybody sympathize with Kira's mom? Yes, I could. You got to watch them Jamaicans. Oh, <laughs> are you <laughs> You, you, no, you know what? Scratch, scratch Jamaicans. You got to watch them foreigners. They be having, they be having lives and wives over there up across the water. But the wife knew about her. Yeah, the but wife knew about her, her, but she didn't know about the wife. You, you could have kept it a book with me and say, "Hey, you know, I got a wife at home, but you know, I'm on something on the side." 
But he was not on the side, though. She was his main thing. The wife so he was married under pretenses of like family connections, mm-hmm. which you get a little in book two. And like he didn't love his wife, but he was married because he had some type of illegal connections and dealings with his wife's dad. Mm-hmm. And then so they had boys together. So Kira actually has three brothers that she meets in book two. Um, yes. But yeah, so he, you know, literally like swept her off her feet and then moved her to Jamaica like, bruh, don't move me. Like, keep me over here. You go ahead and get your dual citizenship right. and come holler at me when you here. Like, don't move me to a whole nother country. Right. Right. Like, she didn't know the United States. Like, she was born in Philly and then literally was swept away to Jamaica and then moved back to the States at eight now with like, you know, a slight accent. Like, she didn't fit in. Like, and, and, and stay forever series serena talks about how she didn't fit in you know they became friends because she you know she was the odd person out so like who does that like and so with that serena i mean not serena's but kyra's mother basically hated her father and started hating her and Mm -hmm. it, it, it appears it never showed that there was any love for her like her love just i guess slowly evaporated for her daughter and she just had no love and her own mental issues that she wasn't willing to address mm-hmm. so it was like they were both just drowning in one another's pain and mm-hmm. then you know being forced to be in close proximity because Kira still felt like well I have an obligation to my mom because she's sick she got diabetes now she you know let herself go and I want to make sure she take her medicine and blah 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 but she's verbally abusive and and so mentally abusive more than anything yeah yeah very mental yes 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 so it was just like, um, it was like, I, I can't do this, but I can't not do this because you're my mom type of situation. Right. Kyra, I felt like took that into other relationships. And she did. And then that's what happened. And that's, <clears throat> that's what happened when you have childhood trauma. Like people be thinking that like, oh, my life was so messed up that <clears throat> I'm just going to all of a sudden be amazing. Like. That don't ha- that, that's not how life works. And and that's, no, that's she knew she was messed up, and that's why she was running from him because she was like, yeah. I know I'm messed up, and mm-hmm. I know you trying to love me, but I can't, I can't and, but in a I part can't. of her that when you know how you think that you can be okay, mm-hmm. that's the part of her that wanted to be like, Okay, I, I want to be with you, but then it's deeper than that. You just can't wake up one morning and be like, Okay, I'm straight without doing the work. And so that was kind of her situation. She had very deep, deep signs of mental illness that she probably should have addressed much sooner mm-hmm. in life. But it didn't come to the forefront until she was faced with like real love. Mm-hmm. Right. Unconditional. And just sleeping around. He, you know he was a little yeah. sad puppy to me. You know I what? Mean, he, he was coming off a little strong in the beginning. He was. And I was like, I like, I like, I actually liked him. Or whatever, because for real, he wore his heart on his sleeve for her, and I she was mean to him. He was mean. It was like, dude, like fall back, like just give her what she want. But if he hadn't, then she probably would have never gotten to the healing part. Mm -hmm. Why did Hanif go so hard? Why did you write him that way? Because so, like, let's let's keep it real funky, like. Can, well, can we curse on here? 
Yeah, girl. Yeah. You've been cursing the whole time. Everybody cursing. All the kids going to bed. You know, like, niggas be acting like they don't be falling for these bitches. Okay? Okay. She going to keep it all the way real. Niggas be out here acting like they don't got feelings. They do. And so, like, I wanted to portray a man that you know, was nothing. He was hard in one aspect, but he was in tune with his feelings and what his wants. And he was willing to go that extra mile because there's dudes out here that do that. Like we, we mostly read stories where like this dude is just like incapable, and then all of a sudden it's just like a light bulb go get the fuck out of here. Like that. That's just not how it works. Just like how she couldn't just love him and be cool with it because she had mental trauma. It just a light bulb just don't go off. Like, you know what I mean? It's just how you are built mentally. And he was built mentally that he came from a loving family, even though his dad was murdered. He came from a mom who showed him love and he knew how to express his love and his feelings. And when he found Kira, well, for whatever reason, she he was drawn to her. And he was he drawn, drawn to fix her. Yes, and, 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 that, and that's too. And that, that's also his his you know negative trait and he was drawn to her he saw the darkness just like how he would always call her sunshine mm-hmm. and he's like i see you know the darkness behind you but like all you know i see that brightness there and so he just kept wanting to pull it out and so like like can we have men that really like know what they feel like because they yeah. out there it, so. it, that's true that's true and i i like that you did highlight that concept that you know you know, there's not a lot of emotionally broken men because that's the stereotype that they're giving, especially black men. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that you highlighted that there are a lot of emotionally stable men are stalker. able to have emotional relationships. I was getting stalker from him for a little while. <laughs> like, maybe Kira do need to run. Every time he would fall back, like then she would come just like when he was out at the movie theaters when her and Serena went right. out to the movie theaters and, he saw, and she saw him. And, and so she pulled up messages and he like this is like one of my favorite parts and he like all right yo then why you hitting my jack shorty like boom. right like <laughs> no he was he acted soft and he was like you know a little stalkerish but the way he talked to her he was that yeah. was my type of shit right there shut the fuck up and sit down do what i said do listen to me yes 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 so that's, but he that's was why. he was soft for her but y'all know men be having them little capabilities like that. They I always mean, got a weak spot. Like somebody is always a girl that's like their weak spot. You know what I mean? Like because he reminded me both of them. I had a boyfriend and I, I I broke up with him. Whatever. I came home and that nigga was sitting on the porch. <laughs> My mother was like, "Is this gonna be a problem?" I'm like, "I don't know." Every <laughs> <laughs> like listen me and my husband been through some stuff like it's been and then so I you know I pull on like some of my personal experiences because y'all I'm you know I'm a changed woman now but like I was toxic man <laughs> oh wow I claim that I'm 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 you know changed but I was a toxic motherfucker like it's been times where like so I told y'all that we lived apart for two years I lived in Philly he lived in Maryland and so it would be times where he wouldn't answer his phone 
And like, I would text him, you better answer this motherfucking phone or I'm going to be at your door. Mind you, it would take me two hours and 20 minutes to get here. <laughs> I dropped my kid off with my mom. Like, yo, I'll be back in the morning. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> And man, you, you, you got to be some kind of mad to drive two and a half hours and still be mad by the time you get in that. Girl, I, we so listen, like, let me we tell you all how I'm saying my life one at a time. So I did that, right? And then so then I get there. This motherfucker <laughs> going ahead, like the lights all dim, rosettes all. Like, she, I was like, you did that on purpose. Why you ain't just telling me you wanted me to come? <laughs> but like, I did that so many times. And he's done the same. Like, he's just been like, like he'll come to Philly for like something like he'll come you know it's been times where like he'll came to Philly to like fix something for his mom and then like mm-hmm. I'm going straight home or whatever or I'm coming in the morning he'd be like oh I'll be there Saturday morning because I gotta fix x y and z for my mom and he had a key to my apartment and then like I'm hanging out with the girls and then I'm stumbling in my apartment drunk and then he and what is you doing here I thought you wasn't coming to tomorrow like what if I was creeping <laughs> right it'd <laughs> be fine though Especially when you're young like that, probably not when you get older, but when you're no. young, you know, it, it's going to happen. But so um, I have a lot of the tox- toxicity from my own situation, like, it, and it was fun. Like, now that I look back at it, I was like, yo, y'all was doing the most. But like, while you was in it, like, it was just like, that toxic behavior was just. So I always <laughs> wonder how women write men do you know men like honey and blake mm-hmm. so like i draw from you know my husband and jamal is a super hood dude like super hood dude from philly we both from the hood but you know he you know got a sing his single mom like grew up like struggling like struggling struggling like he was probably more worse off than me um like I, at least i came from a two-parent household who my parents were kind of toxic but they still kind of held it together for the kids. You know, they was one of them, one of them couples. He didn't have that. And so he's super hood, but then decided like, no, that's not, that's not what I want to do. And so he went to school, got his education. And so, but he's still hood. Like he's still like Hanif, like, yo, then don't call me yo. Like, like, all right then. Like, let me tell y'all. I didn't put this in any of the stories I might, but like me and him broke up one time while he was still living in Philly and he straight put all my stuff that was in his apartment out on his step and he lived <laughs> 30 minutes from me and he left it on the step and text me like, yo, your shit on the step. Like just, and so I had to drive like, like, yo, like just, just gonna leave all my stuff on the step and you in the hood and to let anybody come steal. So like, <laughs> so I, I pull a lot from, from our younger days and he reads some of my books so like he'll yeah, say he said he read this one so what did he say what did he say like why you do me like that why you got me out here so, like, oh. <laughs> like i'll say like a dude will talk a certain way like honey for blake or say something he's like well, ain't no nigga saying that like even a nigga with feelings like change that like <laughs> that's the corner right there she'd be like how is they writing this man like this yeah so, so like, I'll, I'll ask him i'll be like yo how you say x y and z but in like a, a niggerish way she'd be like what i'll be like you know what i mean like <laughs> you know what not a niggerish way <laughs> That's why I liked him because I could feel the manliness in him. Yeah. Yeah. So I pull a lot from, I pull a lot from Jamal uh, when it comes to that. Well, shout out and to like, your husband. My friend, Jamal. 
He supports your writing career. Shout he's out to is he? Yeah, he don't read too much now because I've been, I've wrote, I've written too many books too fast. And he like, I, I can't, I can't keep up. I got, I got a job. Like, I, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like your readers now, they, they who, like you ain't had no support in the beginning. You ain't had no readers. I was here. Now you got readers, go ask them. <laughs> so, in book one, mm-hmm. Kira is running from him. So mm-hmm. she's going back and forth. She like, I can't do this. I can't be in love. I don't deserve love, all this and that, or whatever. Then in book two, the script is flipped. And because in book one ends with her leaving him, they have sex, good sex, and then she leave him with the note saying she can't do it's it. him smooth off. She Kissed can't do this. No, she broke his heart. That's what she did. Like men, when they hearts be broke, they'd be a whole different type of level. <laughs> like it takes it takes forever to get back after they right. Mm-hmm. And so she left with a note. And what ends up happening is she um has a mental breakdown in the beginning of book two. Mm-hmm. Right. So she has a mental breakdown because of her mother. Um, and just everything she's been going through with her. I don't know. I kind of I feel sorry for Paula. I wasn't like too mad at her, uh, even though I know, like I felt, (laughs) I felt bad for her, like, because for somebody to live with that much hate, every day of their life, her hate killed her. I felt like, right. Mm -hmm. You know, every day of your life, like even for your own child, like that's sick. You sick. It's something wrong with you, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I felt bad for her. I felt bad for Kira. But I really felt bad for Paula. And I'm well, really the, glad. The, because Kira had other people in her life that loved her and cared about her. The mom Paula and the didn't have nobody. Like nobody even went to her funeral. Like she, there was nobody even go to her funeral. Mm-hmm. Even though she was toxic and hurt Kira a lot, Kira did have a best friend. And Blake grew to love her as well. Mm-hmm. And Hanif loved her. You know, and, and the then parents, she had a job parents, and the, the um, friends so at work. Yeah, Serena Perrins loves her. Yeah, they yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so she had people, but her mother had nobody, and she nobody. just food in that hate. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, Kira has a mental breakdown at the beginning of book two, and even though Hanif wasn't messing with her, he was done with her. He had him a new boo. Mm-hmm. He went to her rescue when Blake called and said she out there bad. It's something wrong with her. Whatever. He went and swooped in like Clark Kent. Y'all, let me tell you how when I wrote that scene, I like cried. I like I reread that scene like to get it perfect. And then like I was really just like emotional when I like I felt bad for her. Like a lot of people don't like Kira, but like I understand her plight because I understood I understand mental illness and like mm-hmm. like you know, a little bit of coming back to Serena, I suffered from postpartum and then come to find out when I like did therapy and everything, like my therapist was like probably always suffered from depression but you just never had time to stew in it because mm-hmm. I was go trying to figure out how to take care of my son take care of my life you know what I mean doing all this stuff right yeah, a lot know. of black women don't have so like there's mental illness there's I think everybody have a form of something oh, yeah. going on but a lot of times we just been so busy just in the fight day to day trying to make it trying to take care of our families um, being everybody's support, lifting everybody up. We got to cook. We got to clean. We got to work. We got to do this. We got to do this. And so you don't have time to address what's going on with you exactly. and in your head. 
Exactly. Because we were taught not to. We were taught not to, that that was weakness. And you don't need a therapist, you need God. And then, yeah. exactly and then but then I realized when I had this whole you know married life and these kids and you know we were at this point where we weren't struggling living the paycheck the paycheck and like I was supposed to be happy but now I just have mm-hmm. time to mentally break down mm. and so like I, I I pull a lot from my own experiences when I wrote both all four of those books because I really felt like I was supposed to be happy. Like I had a husband, mm-hmm. you know, I had bought a house. Point three kids and a picket Yeah, like I waited, you know, I told myself that I wasn't going, I had my first kid when I was 17 and I told myself I'm not, it was hard. I was like, I'm not having another kid until I'm married. Didn't have another kid until I was married. Like I lived my life, I was supposed to be happy. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I hate it here. Mm. Wow. So like, so I started therapy and then, you know what I mean? So like it, I pull a lot of me into these four books. Wow. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was, it was real and it was raw and it was getting on my nerves how that girl kept going back and forth, but he got Uh, on my nerves too. He did. He he got on my nerves too. So in the second book, everybody in the second book. And he like, which I can't understand, I guess. She left him and he was heartbroken. She left him two times. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. messed him over two times where she was like, where he he's still chasing after her and he tried to get back with her and she let him in a little bit then she ran again. So then the second book, he was like, fuck that. You ain't doing me like this no more. I got me a new boo. But the first time was, the first times were warranted. Ain't no, ain't no bitch finna call me and check me about a nigga that really ain't even mine. You know what? I'm glad you said I'm that. Not, you I'm not gonna do that with you. I'm not gonna do that with you. I forgot I'm not about that. that. I forgot about that. I ain't, right. I ain't even do that. I ain't even do that. Right. So I, 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 I would have left him too. Mm. And you, you know, know Peter Gettle, honey. That was real life from another situation. I mixed in the old situation with that. Like, I really. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. She tried to change her life through. around, got her master's degree. And you yeah. gonna make me pull out my goddamn box cutter. Uh, yeah, her blade, baby. She was pulling that blade out. She was gonna pull that blade. No, she, she, listen, that's how we roll. Like, who who won it? Who won what? I'm <laughs> <laughs> going nowhere without that blade, baby. She was listen, cutting everybody. So I just was going to the gym today and I bought, I had to buy a lock for the thing. And I was like, damn, I can't. I was in a car and I was like, I can't open it. All I had to do was reach in the side of my door. I pulled out a knife. I said, oh, let me just get my knife out here. And I was like, you really got a knife in the side door of your car. Like, you just a ratchet still. Like, I was like, the suburbs can't save you, boo. You just go <laughs> You can take the girl out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the girl. That is correct. That is correct. You got to always be on alert. Okay, it's 856, y'all. We got on a little late, so we're going to stay on a little while longer just to get through um, the book. So Kira has a mental breakdown. She she gets herself together. She goes to therapy. She ended up having to get um, admitted into the psych ward. Like, that was scary. That was Mm -hmm. scary to me. And Mm -hmm. so she had to be admitted, and Hanif is the one who got her to go to the psych ward. He was like, look, this is what you need to do. I got you. Yeah. And then he left her. 
was in the background looking at him like she was looking at him questioningly and he was like not right now not, not right, right now. now not right now so he left he he got her to go you know he made sure she was good or whatever he furnished her house that was so sweet i was like oh you my know what God. though some men will do that like men with money it's nothing for them to do that kind of stuff for for somebody like they just they can do that i mean he loved her but they can they'll do that stuff for you without feeling that's true too. but he but men he will men will do some stuff for you without feel like if they got money it's just their generosity can he be said he said he didn't want her living like that she didn't have no furniture in her house he furnished her house he got clothes in a closet he bought a whole he new gave her back her car he gave her back her, 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 car. her BMW. Mm-hmm. the fact that he bought her the bmw and she was like she was scared like bruh then he talking about he was through with her but he came over and left her a note saying i'm going to get the oil change wait no that's what she had fought for hard for months at yeah. that point that's he when was, she that's when he decided he was gonna come home. That was that was his little cue. Like he's coming how, back home. You know, dudes will always give you that little cute that little clue that they, that so they, they they'll give you a little inch. They'll give you so a like inch. my husband, we stopped talking. I stopped calling him. I stopped calling him and I was like, I'm not hitting you no more. Like I'm always hitting you. Like right. I'm not doing it no more. And so <laughs> I stopped calling him. Up. And then like three weeks passed, he hit me like, yo, you ain't fucking with me no more, huh? Oh, now you want to call me because I ain't called you in three weeks? Bruh. Okay. So, but then in, in my little, in my mind, like in my heart, I was doing a little heavy dance. Like, like, uh, uh, like, like, it's whatever. <laughs> but like, men will always give you that little sliver to let them, let you know that they still interested. And so that's, that'd be what you're looking for. That'd be what you're looking I'm for. I'm glad, even though I was tired of them going back and forth, I'm glad you wrote him the way that you did. He was like, I'm not taking this from you no more like a woman. Like I'm, I'm choosing I'm me. Up. Yes. I'm choosing me over you. So he, he made, he, he made her sweat a little bit. She had to do a little begging to get back in. But it's, it's funny. Can I just tell y'all like the one little thing? I remember this, this guy I was kicking it with. His little end was like, we hadn't talked for, I don't know, it had been like maybe a year. He gonna call, he was like, yeah, I heard it was a tornado in Michigan. (laughs) 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 Like they always be doing it. Like, But yeah, he made her stay for a little while and um, he wouldn't take her back. He was there for her. I felt like well, I'm thinking about it right now. I didn't feel like that when I was reading a book, but he was still kind of stringing her along by like doing stuff for her, furnishing her house, buying her new clothes. He could have been there for her without doing. He wanted to that. make her. I think but, he wanted to make. He wanted to hurt her the way she hurt. Like he still wanted her, but he was like he had to just give her a little bit of her. Excuse me, her own medicine because that woman that he was with with trash. She had trash sets. And she got on his nerves and she was stalkerish. He didn't want that other woman. I felt bad for Kimberly. What was her name? Brandy? Kimberly. 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 I felt bad for her. I didn't. I felt bad for Kimberly. After she did what she did at the mall, I didn't. But prior to that, I felt bad for her. I still don't know because I haven't read the other book, but I still don't know how does she know about Kira's 
she was reading his text messages. She was, reading, she was secretly reading his text messages. Oh, okay, okay. He said that. He was like, if you've been reading my text messages, we got a problem. But he knew in the back of his head that's how she knew. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nothing. Like, he was yeah. just like, she got trash sex. <laughs> and she stalks me. <laughs> yeah, she was coming on strong. But that's how he was coming on with Kira. True. He was getting yeah. good sex. his own medicine while delivering his own medicine. Like, he was stuck <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> right. He was, but you can do that. You can't help who you love. You can have a man that's after you with all of this money. He can look nice and all that. If that ain't who you want, it just don't matter. It don't. It don't, it, it don't matter. Cause he I wanted her. He was just afraid of being hurt. Oh, wait. But you can do that when you got big dick energy. I just want to let, let that be known. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if you got it you got it if you got the juice you got the juice you know what i'm saying right, don't nobody right. give a damn that i'm a stalker he was talking and she actually you know what? liked it she actually liked she it. did like it she, she just was that, afraid that, she was that toxic dick is the best it he is bad. He wasn't toxic though. He wasn't toxic to me. Guess, but but he but she felt like he was he was he was like following her. I mean, he was a bit stalkerish, but that'd be the best. Their whole it do be the best. Like they both shouldn't have been with each other. Like he needed mm-hmm. the woman, the way he was willing to love a woman, he needed the woman who was willing to accept his love. So he okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm glad you said that because I thought about that and I wanted to bring that up tonight. People say that, people say like they're trauma bonding or like they in this relationship and they just holding on to each other. But I'm gonna tell you, I really don't believe that stuff have don't you know everything happens for a reason everything nothing happens by chance everything is happening in our lives that's supposed to happen so sometimes I think people are supposed to be together even though it might not be ideal Mm -hmm. even though it might not be ideal had they not had that situation she wouldn't have been able to heal and grow. You know what I'm saying? Even though it wasn't like super. Um, but that wasn't his job to be in a situation for her to need to realize, to acknowledge that she needed to heal and grow. That why not? Why not? Because you can't, you can't be relying on nobody else for your happiness. He wasn't though. It was just a, a happenstance. They just happened to be together and- he just happened to be the one to help her heal, and she just happened to need him to help her heal. It, it wasn't like she went looking for that. It just so happened that that's how that happened. And you know, we look of it, look at it as a negative, but it could have possibly been the thing to bring her back to life. That's true. And what she needed, but it was still toxic. It was. It was. But sometimes, you know, like I said, it. it it really like it was supposed to happen that way you know yeah. she needed him oh, to see that there was more because all the other men when she say <clears throat> fall back they fell back mm-hmm. you know so nobody could have ever brought her to the point where she felt like she could receive love or deserve love or he she never felt safe from yeah. nobody she finally had like got a piece of that safe space from him Hey, I just got some unfortunate news. I gotta go. Okay. All right, Patrice. Let us know what's going on. That damn Hanif. I love him. So 
I think he is probably one of my favorite male characters that I've written to be. Really? He is. Like, and I'm not supposed to have a favorite because they're all mine. But right. Like, I love, I, it's just something about him that just like. Right. Up at the top. So I, like I have a question. I have a question. Shaquana didn't ask. We supposed to ask at the beginning of the podcast, but we was a little unorthodox today. When did you first fall in love with writing? When did you know that she was destined to be a writer? All right, so y'all ready for some real geeky shit? Yes, we love geeky shit. <laughs> so we I don't love know black geeky shit. All in, but like, I'm gonna be 35 this year, so you know, I was born in the late 80s. Yay! 90s raised me. So Harriet the Spy came out in the early 90s. Okay. I don't know if y'all know that movie. Like it was Nickelodeon based. So. Uh-uh. This little white girl had like a slam book, a journal. It's like this movie, and she's like talking about all her friends. And but like she's just she's literally is just like writing down everything that she feels all day, every day. And so I was like obsessed with this movie. And like my 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 mom used to always take us out for Saturday movie functions and then lunch, and then and then we would okay. go to like the art store arts and crafts store so after we watched that movie went to the arts and crafts store and like i bought a bunch of journals and like i wasn't the type of person i'm the type of person to tell you how i feel to your face so i ain't write about other people but like i wrote down like all my feelings and i was like seven eight like writing and then in high school i used to have this spiral notebook that i used to write these little freaky stories about no wonder why I had a kid at 17 year old but anyway so I used to like write all these freaky little stories and pass them around to my girlfriends and so they would all like read the books and my stories during the week and give it back to me to write on the weekend so in the weekend like I'm at home writing more freaky shit (laughs) and everybody so everybody can read on Monday and pass around and so then I fell off and then I was pregnant with my youngest son um, a few years ago. And then I was just like, I really want to write again. And I was at work, word of shit. And I just opened up a blank document and Stay a Little Longer was created. Really? Oh. All right. But let me say this. It's funny that you say that because your sex scenes were really good. Oh, thank you. You can tell that you've been writing freaky stuff for a long time. <laughs> yes, and you know, that's what I found is the hardest for artists to do is to write the sex scenes. People be people be in my inbox like, yo, you write freaky sex scenes? Like, can you, like, you ghost write? Like, I'd be like, I, I can't, I don't have time. Like, I literally it's have It's funny that you say that I'm a full-time paralegal. I don't I don't have time to go straight. Like I, I really don't. <laughs> like I would. Like that would be a nice check, but I just I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna take your money. <laughs> but yes, I that's my favorite part. Like listen, I have the experience. <laughs> Been in this game, got 20 years under my belt. <laughs> like and it's crazy because i'm like i've been there done that and i'm only 35 like damn like i i'm excited about the (laughs) the next 20 years like what we doing like what we and then that's another thing is like that makes my sex scene so easy to write is that like you know personally we keep it fresh like we do different stuff like you know like i'm i'm in the bondage and like oh you want bdsm my wrist is strapped to my ankles and i'm just like what the fuck is you doing like you know <laughs> like, like i'm you know it's, it's easy to write because i just i'm constantly trying to innovate that yeah. so yeah so what the- we got next what, you, what what are you working on now 
So I'm working on, so I don't know if y'all know that I write under another pen name, Eva Cherie. And so, yes. Yes. so held in contempt and wild thoughts, reckless nights. So I'm writing another Eva Cherie short. It was supposed to be done in January, but you know, that new year, new me shit didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm trying to finish it up right now. Um, and then if you read, you read the Just Wanna Be Love series and Space series, you remember Zane? Serena hired the lawyer to help her out. Yes. Oh, Zane's so, getting her book. Yeah, so remember they went to Maryland to go visit her best friend yes. and she got news about, bad news about her best friend with had cancer and all that other stuff. So um, she is going to get her book. And I've already started it, but I just kept stopping because stuff, other stuff came up. Like I was probably halfway through her book when I Christmas came along. You know, you got to get the Christmas books out. Yeah. So I'm hoping to get you back. Do you have two books or just one? I think it's just gonna be one. It might be long, one long book. Um, okay. That's crazy too because I wanted to know her story. Yeah. She kept so coming yeah. up and I kept saying, I want to know what's going on with her. And then if you yeah. remember in the interview, she had like nine siblings. So right. Where her story is going to introduce her siblings, and then so they going kind, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole yeah. line of this year. Okay, yeah. Well, I have to go too. So I'm glad you closing it out, LaCore. Y'all be holding it down up in here. But we appreciate you, Shay. We're gonna have to have you back for real. You might have to be an honorary um member. This was fun. This was fun. I like your energy. Yes, just I like your energy. Whenever I'm ready. Yes. Yes. Um books. If you haven't read any of her books, go ahead and read. Um, the books that we've been talking about tonight, I don't want to butcher the names of them. Um, Stay yeah, longer, ever, just want to be loved, just want to be loved too. Right. There you go. So read those books, stay in contact with her, follow her on social media. How can they follow you on social media? Uh, author Shay Davis and uh, Shay Davis pins on Twitter. And also my, everything can be found on my website, shaydavispins.com. Yes. What would you fancy to call me? Uh, two things. What are you reading right now, Shay? Um, so don't laugh at me. Well, I'm listening to Temper Me by Alexandra House. She's my absolute favorite. Yes, I listen to that too. But also I have in another series that I started, I have a bisexual male character coming up. So I've been listening to a lot of gay romance. Okay. Okay. Give us, bring it to us. Take us out the box. Take us out. Like the world be acting like it ain't no black LGBTQ people out here. So you gonna bring it home for us. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other community is capitalizing off that. Right. But, but yeah, yeah so thank you. Thank you. Hit me up. We appreciate you. Yes, you, we're going to have you back. All right. Next week. Wait, Shkwana. Go ahead. Next week, we are reading uh, a Love Belvin book. It is Patrice's Choice. And the book is called Love and Eligible Receiver. It's part of the Kinetic King series. It is Rutledge's story. I just started it two days ago and Rut's a hot ass mess. So tune in to next week to find out how I really feel about Rut. <laughs> All, All right, so. I gotta go. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Thank you, Shari. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.